1: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zeppound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Hello, and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, addict, and a recovering everything. And this is the Rock Bottom Podcast, but today I'm discussing something a little bit different. It's medical. Body medical, not head medical, and criminally undiscussed. Big word, six syllables, endometriosis. I'm sure a lot of you listening will have heard about this, but there may be some who haven't, so I'm taking the next ten minutes or so to talk about it. And to all the boys who think that this doesn't apply to them, it might help your girlfriend, wife, sister, friends, so tune in if you can. For those who don't know, endometriosis is a long-term condition where tissue similar to the lining of the womb starts to grow in other places, for example the ovaries and fallopian tubes. Thank you NHS.co.uk for that succinct explanation. Symptoms include extreme pelvic pain, usually worse during your period, diarrhea, sickness or constipation during your period, pain during or after sex, heavy, heavy periods, difficulty getting pregnant. It can also lead to feelings of depression and seriously affect day-to-day life. One big shitty thing about endometriosis is that it can go undiagnosed for a really, really long time. And it's dangerous. If left untreated, it can lead to infertility and even increase the chances of getting certain kinds of cancer. But it's hard to diagnose because period pains are super common, right? Ibuprofen and paracetamol, perfect prescription, over-the-counter, on your way. And I was dismissed for a very, very long time. And the pain was so bad, I couldn't move. I was going through super plus tampons in 10 minutes sometimes. I'd feel like I had flu for a portion of every month, but no, this is normal. I almost felt like a little bit of a failure. Like I was weaker than my friends because I wasn't able to withstand the pain in the same way. And the size of frustration from doctors when I wasn't able to tell them when my last period was because they were so fucking irregular. I never understood when people said their body worked like clockwork. And I really felt I was somehow letting myself down by not being able to track the cycle. Turns out, (laughs) turns out, nope, I wasn't a failure or weak or stupid. I actually had a chronic fucking illness and I found out by sheer luck. It was a Sunday night in November 2020 the day before the US presidential election. Store that information for later. My brother Jamie was on Strictly Come Dancing at the time and freaking out about the Charleston. Thank God my three years of classical training at drama school had provided me with the necessary education to help him out of his predicament. I sent him a short step and touch tutorial video, which I'm sure is floating around on the internet somewhere. And as I was doing it, bouncing, I felt this deep stabbing pain in my lower right abdomen. Familiar pain. Pain which I'd basically been conditioned to not pay attention to. I went to bed hot and uncomfortable and writhed around all night. I'd been dumped in August. Shocker again. So disturbed sleep was nothing new. However, I woke up in the morning, threw up everywhere, and was just a little perturbed. I spent the day curled in bed, unable to move, and intermittently feeling like someone was inflating a balloon full of nails in my stomach. Eventually, it got so bad that, prompted by my good friend Rose, I dragged myself to the St. Mary's Hospital in Paddington. Great view of the river if you ever find yourself there. COVID is rife at this point, and solo sidling into A&E felt strange and frightening. Masked up and sanitized to the nines, I saw a doctor fairly quickly thank you, NHS, and he discovered by prodding my stomach, that's appendicitis. No way, I said. It's gas. Have you ever seen the video on YouTube of the exploding sperm whale? I asked him. Basically, there is a buildup of gas as a dead whale decomposes and then it explodes in a red flurry of guts and blood and the rest of it. Watch it, I said. That, that is what will happen if you cut me open. It's gas. Spoiler alert and making a long story short it wasn't gas. I sent my friends a message saying, 2020 might have been a punch in the tip, but at least I've got appendicitis. (laughs) I went into surgery at around 9am. That was the time when I looked at the clock before going under. And the last thing I remember is thinking that the anesthetist was really hot. And as she injected me with the anesthetic saying, this is like being high. Not that I know what being high is like. Ha ha. An affendexomy will usually take around one hour and it doesn't take long to wake up after that. So imagine, my surprise, when I next looked at the clock and it was 4pm, there was a doctor bending over me and the first thing I remember asking was, did they get the fucker out? And he said yes, thinking that I was referring to the appendix and I said, no, no, I mean Trump. (laughs) It was the US election, remember. That's a shameless brag about being politically conscious having just woken up from anaesthetic. He then proceeded to tell me that the reason I was waking up so late was because there had been complications. I had endometriosis. When they'd cut me open to get at that sneaky little appendix, they discovered lesions, patches of tissue essentially, that had grown everywhere and were attaching my organs to each other. Basically, my organs were just one big organ. And they'd had to cut it all out. They said it was bad. Apparently, the head of gynaecology had luckily been wandering around outside of the operating room and been called in to have a look. The fact that a group of people were standing looking at parts of my body that I'll hopefully never see still baffles me. But she confirmed their suspicions. Endometriosis. I was told that it's an ongoing condition that I will have to handle contraception will help get the coil it thins the lining of the womb not the copper one the one that has hormones casual suggestions of contraception that's a whole other discussion you might have trouble conceiving children a hysterectomy will solve the whole problem this is a lot to digest when you've just woken up from anesthetic it's a lot to digest at any time this is a very long winded way of telling you about endometriosis and if you're still here well done but my point is I only found out I had it because I had appendicitis. I only got treatment because they were already in there. Currently, the only way to unequivocally diagnose endometriosis is by having laparoscopic surgery, keyhole surgery. It's a couple of small incisions, but it's still a whole lot to put your body through. Pelvic exams and ultrasounds can maybe help, but you've got to go under general to be absolutely certain. And I just feel sad about it. 10 plus years of being completely dismissed and then diagnosed by sheer luck. It happens so often and I don't want to see other women go through the same thing. If you're experiencing the symptoms, I really urge you to call your friendly gynaecologist. Waking up with a man leaning over you and essentially going, you might not be able to have children, surprise, is not the way you want to find out. Going to the doctor can be so scary. Trust me, I know. When I fell down the stairs sleepwalking, hit my head and got concussion, I refused to get it seen to because I was so terrified that I was going to be told that I was going to die. And I'd rather just let it happen naturally. Don't do that. And try not to let yourself get dismissed like I did. I mean, I'm so fucking codependent though, I'll readily agree with anyone's opinion just so I don't upset them. And it's no way to live. I'm working on it. Please don't downplay your pain. If it hurts, it hurts and it's best to know. I'm sending love and luck to all. I really hope that you don't have to join this club, but if you do, you're in good company. (laughs) I'll talk to you next time. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. A new episode coming at you every Tuesday. Send your stories or get in touch at contact at whydoyouthink.com. I'll see you soon.